Hello, welcome to Our Lady of Victory live streaming. Today is Monday, September 28th. And today we're going to listen to the first reading from the book of Job. Job is one of those short but very powerful books. In fact, all this week, the first reading, Monday through Saturday, all come to us from the book of Job. It's a great little book to just sit down and to read with and to listen to the faith and the righteousness of Job. So today we listen from the first chapter, verses 6 through 22. And this is what Job says. One day when the angels of God came to present themselves before the Lord, Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, Whence do you come? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From roaming the earth and patrolling it. And the Lord said to Satan, Have you noticed my servant Job, and that there is no one on earth like him, blameless and upright, fearing God and avoiding evil? But Satan answered the Lord and said, Is it for nothing that Job is God-fearing? Have you not surrounded him and his family and all that he has with your protection? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his livestock are spread over the land. But now put forth your hand and touch anything that he has, and surely he will blaspheme you face to face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand upon his person. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And so one day while his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in the house of their eldest brother, a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the asses grazing beside them, and the Sabians carried them off in a raid. They put the herdsmen to the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, another came and said, Lightning has fallen from the heavens and struck the sheep and their shepherds and consumed them, and I alone have escaped to tell you. And while he was yet speaking, another messenger came and said, The Chaldeans formed three columns, seized the camels, carried them off, and put those tending them to the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, another came and said, Your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in the house of their eldest brother, when suddenly a great wind came across the desert and smote the four corners of the house. It fell upon the young people, and they are all dead, and I alone have escaped to tell you. Then Job began to tear his cloak and cut off his hair. He cast himself prostrate upon the ground and said, Naked I came forth from my mother's womb, and naked shall I go back again. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin, nor did he say anything disrespectful of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. See, these first readings this week from the book of Job, while one of the most recognized figures in the Old Testament, Job's story is one of the most complex 
and the most difficult text in the scriptures. Job appears during the time of Israel's exile, when many Jews were forced into slavery by the Babylonians in the 6th century before Jesus. Job's plight raises the hard question of how does one respond to undeserved sufferings in life? It was the accepted understanding of the time that God rewarded the good with prosperity and punished sinners and the wicked with poverty and illness. But given Israel's plight that belief as well as Israel's faith in God's providence suddenly was seriously shaken. So today we hear the beginning of the story when Satan destroys Job's family, his home, all of his livestock. Job, however, doesn't lose his perspective. Despite how horror visited upon him, Job realizes that he has done nothing to merit what God has given him. Such a spirit of humility before God will enable Job in the long run to find the courage and the perseverance to rebuild his devastated life. See, it's easy, even though we say at the time of the writing of Job, that thought was that God rewarded goodness and punished sinfulness. Even though Jesus comes and completely alters that thinking. Unfortunately, that thinking is not gone from us. It still happens day after day after day. We ask those huge questions about evil, about suffering in our world. Why is this happening to me? I followed all the rules. Why is this happening? I don't understand. My family has tried so hard. Our neighbors, our neighbors don't even believe in God, but everything seems to work out fine for them. We still think that somehow, that somehow God rewards behavior, good behavior with good and bad behavior with bad. Life is just simply life. In Job, though Satan pushes him against the wall, Job will not let go of his faith in God. What do you do when you feel challenged and pushed? Do you go to that place of, God, why are you doing this to me? Or why are you allowing this to happen to me? But that would be, God, why are you allowing me life? Because all the things that happen to us are things that simply happen in life, in the quote-unquote, the real world. Being people of faith doesn't somehow pull us out of the reality of everything surrounding us. But faith, for me, is that place where I can go and feel safe even when everything around me is collapsing. Faith is that place that I go to that says, I don't understand any of this. I don't understand illness. I don't understand dis-ease. I don't understand all the craziness in our world right now. I don't understand all the anger and all the hatred. But I do believe that God 
will prove vindication in the end. That's the one thing I won't let go of. I can't even begin to tell you how many times people have said to me things like, Oh, Father, I feel so badly that you have MS. You're such a nice priest. My response usually is, so should a bad priest have MS? But somehow, in our sense of righteousness, we almost, we probably wouldn't dare to say yes out loud, but within us, well, yes, that person deserves to have something bad happen to them. But not you, Father. You're nice. You shouldn't have MS. MS has nothing to do with God. It's simply about the human condition of illness and disease. Now, I can be mad, and I can expend all my energy being mad at God that I have MS. Or I can trust and believe that it's God who helps me get through one day to the next day. That's what Job believes. I challenge you this week, read the book of Job. Think about, honestly, think about how would you have responded? Would you respond as faithfully as Job? I came into this world with nothing. I'll leave this world with nothing. I don't expect anything else, is Job's response. Boy, Talk about faith. So let's pray. Lord God, open our hearts to realize the goodness, the blessing, and the love that surrounds us. May we possess the humility of Job, the blessed one, enabling us to approach one another, not with reproach, but with gratitude, to use the gifts of this earth, not with a sense of entitlement, but with a spirit of generosity, and to cope with our own problems, not with resentment, but with hope. Trusting in your justice and in your mercy, may we bring peace and healing to our broken lives and to the lives of all those whom we love. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Lady of Victory, pray for us. May the Lord bless you today and always, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a great day.